Okay, we're, we are recording now. So you can pretend to stop. No, you can stop pretending to be nervous. There we go. Okay, and just talk. Let it flow. Let it flow. Can you just direct it slightly? Hello, hello. So that bit is yeah, there. You peak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. So? So, you ready? Yeah. I'm not. I mean, I've deliberately got a really bad voice to force you to speak sure. more. Okay, I'll have to take over a little bit. Exactly. Then. Well... I mean, if you weren't moving away, yeah. I feel like it was inevitable one day you were going to take over the podcast. <laughs> I've already got plans. I was thinking uh, it'd be cool to take that idea to the other gym that I'm going to in Hong there Kong. So, yeah. CrossFit Bath Podcast, Hong Kong edition. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If anyone doesn't recognize my voice, this is Jason, believe it or not. Uh, but if anyone doesn't recognize the other voice, it is, of course, James Hill. Yeah, to say the Hilsey, one of, aka Jimbo. Oh, well, I this was very much going to be one of my questions. <laughs> when we had you on the first, yeah, you can go back and listen to to James's first episode. You were the the new guy uh-huh. arriving. You had this, you know, you, you were coming in to work at the box, not as a coach. It was all very, you know, new. Sort of all new and you unusual. Yeah, and we discovered that you were like the greatest fan of the podcast of all time. <laughs> yeah. You listened to all the episodes before ever coming to. To, to CrossFit Bath, so you knew already who different people were. That's it. Um, and, and we were introduced to you as James Hill. Yeah. Since you've been here, you've acquired quite a few nicknames. Quite a few nicknames. <laughs> yeah. Can we have the list? Yeah, so I'll talk you through them. Uh, yeah, I started out as James, and then I think pretty quickly I got the name Jimbo, just because I was just sort of... I guess that sounds like yeah, an L. Predominantly around Al and Emma, to be honest. So yeah, Jimbo was a bit of a quick one, just as a bit of a joke. Um, and then Jimbo stuck for quite a while, I would say. I, the first thing I said to Al was, um, people call me Hilly. Um, oh, that's what I've always been called since I was sort of 12, playing rugby and things. And then for immediately his reply was, okay, cool, I'll call you Hilsey. <laughs> so straight away he kicked off Hilsey as a new nickname for me. Um, and then um, people have sort of seldom used MP because as a joke – um, when I was at school, uh, people used to call me the menace prankster because I didn't do any pranks or whatever. I didn't like, I wasn't like, I don't know, I wasn't super involved in like doing pranks and stuff on people. But bear in mind, I went to a boarding school. So for a, like an ironic joke, called me the menace prankster, which was in my yearbook. And it did actually stick at school being called like MP or menace prankster. And then for a laugh show, the team that, and then everyone just sort of called me MP. And then, I sort of back that up by buying some my protein stash that says MP all over it, so it's a bit, it's a bit easier. People recognise me as MP, um, and that's pretty much all the nicknames. I think Hilly, Jimbo, MP. Yeah, got a few nicknames to the to the list. So, so which ones are you taking with you? Oh, I don't know. I was going to reinvent myself as Jim or Jimmy or something over there. I don't know. Whatever, whatever may come, but. I think it'd be nice to have a nickname, but not fussed yet. I'm o- I'm always open to new ones, so <laughs> I'm looking forward to your return, and we'll get the updated list. Yeah, I do love it when I'm helping uh, doing the coaching. I love it when a new member um, just sort of shouts across the room, "Jimbo, can you come and have a look?" And it sort of takes me two seconds to actually think, "Oh, that, that is me." I'll go have a look what they're on about. And there's some other members. Going, Who, who's he talking to? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I've been calling him Hillsy all the time. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Can't Who? keep up. What, MP? Oh, yeah. MP. <laughs> yeah, can't keep up with them. So. Oh, nice. Okay. Pulled any pranks at the box? 
No, not yet. Just th- like when whenever Shax is here or Natty, I don't know why they're they're jokers themselves. So I sometimes joke that I'm going to pull some horrendous prank on them, but I, nothing's ever come to fruition. So I wonder <laughs> if this is the prank. <laughs> yeah, Monday morning you just rock up to be like, oh guys, buckets of water all over the heads and things. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, what should I? How should I address you through the duration of the podcast? Uh. James is fine. Yeah, stick, stick playing. Well, funny is, I, I think I had Emma on an episode, and I said, "Oh, because James, something, something." He's like, "Who?" Oh, right. Yeah, didn't actually. Yeah, she always calls me Jimbo. Yeah, it's <laughs> like James. He, he works here. You should know him. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. So the reason you're back on, mm-hmm. it's not quite the reason you're back on. I've tried. I've tried to get you back on in the past. I've told you you'd have to come back on. Um, you, you've point, sort of yeah. dot. <laughs> ducked and weaved and, and dodged the invitations but you're going yeah it's nice to have something to properly talk about we're, we're making a big step so um save your voice we're we're moving to hong kong so on monday we've got flights it's currently friday um and we're making a big trip so we've sold all the stuff out of our house um set it up for people to sort of move into and we're leaving bath so the big move comes on monday um we're going to sort of hong kong island Hannah's my other half. She's got, well, everyone knows Hannah Davey, hopefully. or Everybody hey, knows. Ominous to the people that come to 6 and 7 a.m. But um, for those that don't know, Hannah's been a member sort of six years, I think, from back in the days of Wands Dyke. So she's been a loyal member for a long time. And um, together we're making the move over to Hong Kong. She's um, got a job as an engineer uh, wow. on a new stadium over in Hong Kong. Okay. And um, from there... Um, she'll be working a lot on site and save her going on her own. I decided to pack my bags and try and get a job at a CrossFit gym. And uh, fortunately, um, a gym called Asphodel Fitness, they had an entry-level coaching position and uh, fortunate to get a full-time job over there. So, yeah, really, um, really excited to make the move and uh, just sort of currently going through all the goodbyes and from from the team to all the members at the moment. So, um, yeah. Now, I'm also intrigued to know, this just this is me being just me, a bit yeah. of a detective. Like how long in advance you sort of knew about this? And the reason I ask is because what is this? What pushed you into sort of starting to train here? Because I remember when you when you when you first started, I put my phone near the yeah near the recorder and it's suddenly buzzing. Because um, I remember when you, when you started, your role wasn't to coach. And I remember yeah. speaking with Ollie. It was like, oh, it's good that we. We're getting in some people that their focus isn't divided between yeah. coaching and Soul on other, yeah. other roles, sort of thing. It's like, oh, okay, fair. And then you start coaching. <laughs> That's right, yeah. And so is that because you knew? No, so um, actually, um, the Hong Kong deal. I'll, I'll start with the Hong Kong. So um, that's pretty recent. So it was only really over the summer. Hannah has sort of reached a point with, with working for a company called Bureau Happold engineering company in Bath um, and she sort of felt like she wanted to expand the horizons a little bit um, and had the itch to sort of look for other opportunities whether it's in Bristol or or somewhere else um, and then a colleague she worked with was building the new Tottenham Stadium sort of contacted her on a whim they're, they're good friends from from that job and offered her a, like the possibility of moving to Hong Kong and this is sort of middle of the summer so it was like spoken to hey James you want to go to Hong Kong and I was sort of thinking that's a bit crazy um and from there 
combination of of sort of really having eyes on a new opportunity um just took, took the idea a little bit more seriously and i think it was brewing from within her more so than me um having have, doing doing what i was currently doing so um it wasn't really until sort of October that she was serious about wanting to do it and asked me if I wanted to to to, to go. Um, so Hong Kong's pretty new, and that wasn't like a master plan from from joining eighteen months ago. Uh, the original plan was for me to join. Um, so I'd, well, I transitioned from working on a building site. Some of you may not know. So I worked in construction as a construction manager, and then. Had motivations to get back into sport. Spent five years on building sites, working with grumpy, grumpy blokes trying to build houses for people. And um, my motivation to change, um, similar to how Hannah has recently, I wanted to sort of go back into the world of sport, enjoy my job. An amazing opportunity came to help at the front desk um, within sort of a sales capacity, but also just um, as part of the new venture into the new gym that we're at currently. Um, so I was all bore, all, all for it. I was um, thought it'd be a great stepping stone to eventually lead a career path into coaching or in sport in some capacity, whether it's coaching on the floor or whether it was involved in a gym or leisure. And um, since then, I, I worked on the front desk until I think March. So I worked for about a year doing the front desk and my motivations had changed again and I wanted to be on the floor coaching. I was just so inspired by all the coaches that I would see doing a really good job every day. I thought that's what I want to do. So um, I had a discussion with Ollie and Ollie was just amazing in terms of being supportive and just so cool about it. So um, he, he, he allowed me to transition. So I, temporarily, I got given a, an intern role, which is now a new position at Bath and we're currently advertising for it. Um, got given that internship adjusted my sort of income and how how I was going to sort of make a living so I went back to working on site just as a as a free agent did three days a week which was very cushy did two days a week just coaching and then having coaching CrossFit with my level one and then passed my PT course and then was able to get a job as a PT so I've been working as a PT over in um, in the Bass Bar Hotel in town and just sort of combined the two then I've been working as a coach pretty much full-time since since the summer really so um yeah that's how that's to answer your question <laughs> thoroughly that's how the uh, the coaching came about and and where we are now so yeah coaching in hong kong <laughs> looking forward to that yeah i can't wait um i it's a little bit like i could have carried on for another six months doing exactly what i'm doing if, if it wasn't for change of circumstance with with hannah's ambitions but we've sort of managed to combine what we both want to do um, I would say I'm leaving a bit, a little bit premature. I would like to carry on, sort of, uh, sort of learning as much as I can from what is an amazing collection of coaches at the gym, and I just learn so much from everyone. Um, every every like little trick, even jokes that you learn off people. Um, just being surrounded by such great, talented coaches and confident people is just the place to be. So I'd highly recommend for anyone fortunate enough to get it, the internship that's going here. So, yeah. Couldn't speak highly enough of the coaches. I've made a list in front of me of all of them, um, just so I don't sort of shun any of them or miss any out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, now if you do miss someone, it's even worse. <laughs> yeah. Because they know that they didn't make it to the list. No, I've, uh, I don't. I don't want to spend ages like going one by one through. Molly did that episode uh, sort of in Christmas, didn't he? Sort of dissecting every single person. So uh, I don't plan to do that, but definitely would like to give a shout out to 
I suppose to the owners, to Ollie, Ed and Shaxx for giving me the opportunity and then just like the wonderful coaches that I've been able, been fortunate enough to spend time with, particularly Al, because I worked the, the longest shifts with him, um, Ed as well on a, on a Friday and then um, sort of um, periodically work with Emma who's wonderful. I can't thank them enough for like just sort of taking me under the wing and just being really cool about um, how much information they could give me um, and hopefully it was a good exercise for them being able to share some of their knowledge and, and reinforce how, how good of a coach they are. So, um, yeah, and then in between there, working with other people like Craig and Joey and Tinner, et cetera. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to quickly check the list? Make sure you're not missing anyone. <laughs> um, yeah, I haven't, been, I haven't spent too much time with Tinner, to be fair, but, um, yeah, uh, with the other coaches I have. So I've also learned a huge amount from Will as well. Can't forget Will. Will's like my OG good guy. <laughs> Love Will. Um, He's just always there to share knowledge and um don't know whether you can swear on the podcast, but just con- the the phrase that the, that the gym live by is constantly give a shit. So um or give a, a damn or give anything um to the people that come here and it's just so true. And it sort of uh, circulates around the team. So yeah. Feeling a bit emotional talking about them to be fair. But um yeah, very grateful. So awesome stuff. <laughs> well, I think um you know, like you, as you say, you came in at a time when the gym was really blowing up in the, in a way of like, obviously we'd moved to, from one stike to the football yeah. club and that had sort of been a bit of a test for some people that it just, it, it just didn't fit, it didn't work mm. properly for them. So they, I can imagine, yeah. they kind of, many decided not to continue with them at that time. A lot did. I always think that was such a good, um, testament to the coaching, testament to the coaching because yeah, yeah exactly. like, there were other facilities in Bath at the time that you could have gone to that were nicer, mm. but didn't have the coaching. Yeah. And so the only reason you'd decide to go there was for the coaching and the community. So I think that's a great advert for that. But also it meant like capacity was limited, different things. And obviously it even limited, you know, even if people wanted to come, there there just wasn't space for, for yeah. everyone. And then we went into lockdowns and COVID and all of that. So that was another challenge on top. And then, yeah. like, you came in when we've moved to this new space and it's, like, you suddenly people want to come. They want to be involved because the yeah, gym exactly, looks cool. Yeah, and the, yeah you know, it's got it's got a little bit more of a shine to it than the football club. I think it was it's always been a strong coaching business. Like, if you speak to Ollie, that's the, the fundamental of it, to draw people in. Having excellent coaches at, like, the forefront, having good people um, as a base. I mean, the way I always pitch, like, CrossFit to anyone. Yeah. Like if they think, oh, what you know, like because people say something, be like, oh, how much does your gym cost? Like that's usually the kind of thing, right? So, yeah. someone's like, oh, I want to go to own gym. I'm thinking about joining a gym. How much does your gym cost? And I'm like, well, you you can't think of it like how much does a gym cost? Because I look at it as how much does a PT cost? Yeah. And I'm like, this is a more affordable version of having a PT yeah. compared to an expensive gym membership. Exactly. Because yeah. actually, the the membership of the gym isn't really the thing. It's the coaching and the classes that you're paying for. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, for sure. I think there's there's lots of different facets as to what would draw people in. I think they, I think the owners um, and the coaches and the whole team just sort of do a really good job at, at bringing that to life. So any gym can have a community, and any gym could have a like a good coach. Um, it's just the way that they relentlessly sort of keep keep that float spinning all those plates, and um, it's just in the daily day day to day procedures of the place. It's just an awesome place to be. I think all the members are just super fortunate to 
to get to enjoy it if you if you have the time to be able to come and do crossfit um back in the day when i was working in construction i didn't have feasible hours getting home at half seven after sort of a 13 hour day i just it just didn't have the capacity or at least that was maybe an excuse but eight, eight o'clock class was there we were waiting for you i know i needed dinner though and i needed to sleep so um yeah not, those were the days in nine o'clock bedtimes and um yeah but i do think that you and you and hannah have kind of you know you've come in you're quite a, a presence in the gym i think you said every, i think everybody know everybody knows you because you were the unofficial stalker of everybody uh, yeah particularly at the beginning um, yeah. and you're somebody who provides lists of names of people uh, that, for you, yeah. that should come on the podcast. That's because... funny. That's worth mentioning, isn't it? I've totally sort of skipped over that. And, um, like my, my real CrossFit bath journey began in the car listening to podcasts. I would hear stories. I lived, lived a very lonely lifestyle almost driving to and from site. Um, on site, you're nobody's best friend, really. You're, you're there to tell people off, if anything, and sort of just get things done. So, um, long journeys to Cardiff and back just led to hours of streaming the podcast, listening to your voice, Jason. Um, so all, the, all the people you could get on, I just found it fascinating to understand. It was a little bit of jealousy, wishing that I had a lifestyle that I could also, almost contribute to uh, to the to the community of the gym. Um, but yeah, like I've said it to you before, I'd sort of search out podcasts with Ollie just to get an idea on who this guy was that Hannah really loved <laughs> just a huge 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 um admirer of um of ollie in particular um it's hard to get ed ed and shacks on the podcast so it's it, easy it, easy it to search for ollie. took a, a global while. pandemic yeah for me to get ed on oh really okay yeah he's come on once oh yeah need to get him on again so we're hundreds of episodes in yeah i can't think like this is like I think this is either episode 134 or 135, something like that. Yeah, Ed's been on one. <laughs> he, he needs to come on it for sure. He's a he's always on good form, and um, I'm sure he's got some stories to tell. He's a good good laugh, and uh, yeah, see what he has to say. Basically, um, yeah. yeah, I think in terms of the podcast, it maybe there are other listeners that are out there that have um, been inspired to join CrossFit. For me, I particularly liked listening to the reasons why people got into CrossFit, and then just streams of um, good things that people had to say, whether it was to do with their mental health, obviously their physical well-being, and basically just the results people were getting at CrossFit, um, whether whether they're trying to smash the wad or whether they just want to move at the end of the day um, was always something I was very jealous of and um, just really grateful that I've been able to get involved. And um, having then got the job as, a, as working on the front desk, I feel I feel like it's sort of, it's about the members that jo- that job role totally. So um, taking on new people and making their experience really enjoyable from from the get go. They're not intimidated by what a push jerk is and all these new moves. What what a snatch is or a power a power jerk and things like that. Trying to make their life a little bit easier, and then just really getting to understand um, the motivations of of all the regular members, people that maybe have been here for seven eight years or so getting drilled by ollie ed and shacks and all the rest of the team and they're still coming through going through the motions because you know how important it is and they understand the the principles of crossfit i just sort of really admire everybody's motivations um in the gym and it's just testament to how good the gym is jumping ahead to the future yeah i'm intrigued um have you looked into much of like the crossfit community in hong kong what it's a little bit, like. yeah. So like, do you um, kind of know 
the makeup of the people that are going to the box you're going to? Roughly, I'm making judgments on um, what I've seen on social media. But looking at looking at the class from the new gym that I'm joining, um, it's it looks pretty Western. A lot of expat community there, um, as well as some local Hong Kongers as well. So a mix. It's got a really strong um, membership from kids. So part of the role is Craig's uh, sort of taken over CrossFit Kids here, and he's been he's been great or well, good enough to give me a, a little role with the CrossFit Kids here. Um, and that was a major selling point, I think, for my application there in terms of helping out with the CrossFit kids, um, as well as obviously um, the the coaching of the classes there as well. But that gym is slightly different to here in that they, they have a more strength and conditioning base. So grassroots rugby um, is very well, it's growing massively over in Hong Kong at the moment, and they do have a big clientele of rugby teams that come in for conditioning, as far as I'm aware from, from what I've spoken to the owners about. Um, I could turn my hand to that because I used to play rugby. Um, I used to play quite a bit of rugby, and uh, I'm hoping that it's, it's a good good fit for me. But I'm just going to take it one week at a time, and hopefully try and mix in with that community as best I can, and bring some to the table from from all the all the qualities that, that this gym brings. Try and take some over. Maybe even the podcast take that over with me too. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. You can have it. <laughs> Cheers. Um, yeah, but I, I think you know it's it just the reason I'm thinking about it is, is interesting. What you're saying of like listening hearing all the different members and the community yeah. and all of that you know you're moving so far away and yeah. you know and you, yeah you're moving with hannah but you're basically going alone you guys yeah exactly and you're going to be somewhere new far from everybody it's not like i can just jump in the car and two hour drive and see some family friends so having kind of this community that you can immediately like go to go to okay yeah, we all know sure. crossfit we'll you know yeah i i think that's something that is really you know we think it's useful here yeah. but like obviously here i've got like oh these are all the people i know through crossfit yeah and then these are all the people i knew before i ever did crossfit and you yeah, kind exactly. of got this Whole whereas body. there you're like oh i don't have anybody but great i can yeah and it, and it's not quite the same as sort of you know maybe like fan of like oh these are my work colleagues mm-hmm. which is a a different thing right because yeah true because you you're little... like kind of all doing the same thing you whereas with crossfit it's like oh you know he's a doctor he's a policeman he's a this he's a that and it's like oh but we all do crossfit so you still Connection kind of embed way. to even more of the local community yeah plus the crossfit community i hope that made some kind of sense no it did make sense it all it'd be interesting going over because i'm working as a coach um when i worked on the front desk here i just got to know every Every person in the entire gym I knew the name of, um, I could probably tell you something about them. So it'd be interesting going there as a coach, um, only spending that time within the hour and trying to get to know people. But we're—I think it would be great if I—if I was doing a more lonely job, if I, for example, if I was working in construction and had like a really small time schedule to to make any other outsource friends, it'd be a totally different story of of um, feeling lonely. So the fact that I'm going there to coach CrossFit and knowing what the community is like, it's a sense of relief that I'm going to have a friend or at least um, something in common with quite a few people straight away. Um, if I wasn't coaching CrossFit and say if I was doing like a high level PT role um, that you that you could get, it'd be sort of different. I don't know whether I'd be sold on the idea of going. So um, it's great that CrossFit's sort of, international <laughs> yeah. saving grace nice so i i mean i'm sure you've looked at the new um the new rule book for the crossfit games season uh, not, uh, you're gonna put in your, you're you. gonna put in your exemption so that you could compete um, out of uh 
out of Asia. Potentially. Think maybe get one of those game spots. They, look, I mean, um, they are really into the open over there, really? especially for, for the gym. So they've got a really high, um, high entry level at the gym I'm going to. So I'm going to give it a go. Definitely. I think you can register now, can't you? You can register. Yeah. I seen Ollie posted yesterday. He'd yeah. registered. So I'm going to register pretty soon. Registered. Right. And, uh, they, they gear up their whole programming for the open. Oh, wow. So I'm expecting to do better this year. Hopefully if I'm following the program correctly anyway. Should lead to better results, maybe. Uh, yeah, I, I, but I mean, I, I don't know. Cause I, guess, I guess the question is, how do you, how oh, do yeah. you prepare you pre- for something that you don't know? know. Yeah. yeah, that's true. I think uh, it'd be, it'd be, I don't know, maybe some studying of of, of workouts, maybe more, more previous movements or something like that. Yeah, or maybe the, or the, faster, higher intensity. We we get a good broad range of different style workouts here, whether they're long short ones um the opens often like short aggressive workouts isn't it so i imagine they'll tailor well this is the first year that boz has programmed the open oh okay so so you never know and and you know if anything he's he's sort of paving a new way i guess uh, i would say bringing back the old way more than paving oh, a new way say, everything yeah. he does is he, you can go back through the journal like years ago and be yeah. like well this is where greg Glassman spoke about that yeah, that's like, true. Oh, ah, okay. Yeah, he so, does know. He he's an OG for sure. And um I love what he did with the CrossFit games. I thought he made an amazing spectacle as well as a challenge for the athletes. It was a great combo. I think I don't know. You'll never know what what's going to come up, so uh, we'll see. Yeah, exciting times. Anything you want to say before you, you know, to the members, to your, your <laughs> no friends you're leaving behind, to you, wait, you, how <coughs> have you already like planned when you're going to be Doing your first sort of visit back? Um, potentially, we were going to come back next September. Uh, no flights or real plan as to why. Um, we were going to ride out Christmas, hopefully, and just take it month by month or week by week even, just just so we can get settled in initially. Um, and then maybe think about coming back in September. Nothing set in stone. That, that plan will change. Um, and... There's no, there's no sort of major event really that's taking place for it to bring us back. We don't have to be back for a particular wedding and things like that. So um, we'll see. Um, in terms of thank, oh, all I can say is just thank you to CrossFit Bath really um, from the owners. Um, I've been, I mentioned a lot of them to the coaches, to Will and the sales team and, and everything. I, I feel like um, I was brought here to to bring something to the gym, and that was that was my main motivation to to bring whatever I could. I think a sort of an in, people get to know me and they know that I'm quite an introverted person. I, I've always um, really enjoyed just trying to connect with those, maybe those quieter members, maybe also the the more loud members as well, um, and just make people feel welcome. So that was my number one priority. But um, in the process, made some really clo- close friends that I think I think if you know me, I, I don't have to shout you out individually. I'm not going to go one by one, um, but. It's just such a great place for, for making really true friends. Uh, we're going to come back in three years and I'm sure we'll be just as close with those people that we've made friends with. And um, just just special mentions in terms of uh, s- certain members that you get a good bond with and um, just super grateful to CrossFit Bath for those. Um, and hopefully hopefully, I brought some into you. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, going from there. Now I know. In order to, to kind of keep this connection, yeah, you're going to be our international listener in Hong Kong <laughs> for sure. Yeah, so 
and I know you've sent me lists multiple times, but this is an opportunity for you kind of oh. on record to give a few names of people that you're like, you know, while I'm away, while I'm, you know, hundreds of miles away, yeah, I'd really like to, to, to switch on a podcast and hear da, 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 and okay. give us a few names so that well, like, I can say, look, don't do it for me. Yeah. Do it for, for, for Jimbo MP. Yeah. Over yeah, in sure. Hong Kong. Um, Eating his noodles, feeling lonely, a little homesick. It's difficult, really. Um, I would say it's hard to list the name. It's hard to list list a set of names, really. Um, I really loved listening to Jack the other week. He was long in the waiting to sort of get him talking because he's hilarious. Um, And then Alex Fielding Cook blew it up last week. I really enjoyed listening to that. I thought thought, um, that was sort of very therapeutic to listen to. Um, I think maybe anybody that wants to come on the podcast should get in touch if they've got something interesting that they feel like could contribute to other other members' experiences and um, anything relatable that somebody's got to say, to be honest. The problem is that they often say, oh, I don't have anything. This is the big problem. I don't have anything to say. And then you get them talking. Yeah. And they realize, like, Jack's here nothing to say. Yeah. Jack's got loads to talk about. He's got. He, he messaged me after four more points he forgot to mention. Yeah, I, I think just I'm not. Gonna, uh, there's no one in particular. I, I think um, Ben Swift's got a lot to say. Do you know Ben Swift? He uh, he he's usually get an evening person. He'd be he'd be hilarious to get on. He's a pretty funny guy, um, and he's quite he's got an interesting background as well. Um, but yeah, no, no one in particular. Maybe this is one of the lists. You oh yeah, me. maybe I'm like literally going. Through oh, here list. we go. This will help me. So maybe Ed Mason would be a good start. Like we've already <laughs> said because uh, he brought in anyone's day. Um, Jess Goldsmith. Oh, Jess. You so, gotta get Jessica's on here. She, yeah, she is. I think Jess's go-to excuse is she cannot stand her voice. Oh right, okay. And I'm like, I'll put a filter on it. I don't care. Like, she's really sweet, and she's a real, really um, sort of patriotic member. I think she'd be lovely to to listen to, especially for girls that I listen to. Um, very very relatable. Oh yeah, put Verity on here. We haven't heard Verity on. That's true. Yeah, she she's got an interesting story. Um, yeah, I'll leave it at that. I guess. I think I did. So the other day we were doing the warm up and we had to row, and the objective was oh the strokes per minute. No, no, it was oh. you had to have a conversation with the person on the rower next to you. Right. Learn something like. Oh, get some information from like them that, because yeah. that was the pace you had to row at. Yeah. And I was next to Verity. So it was, well, when are you coming on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yeah. She, uh, she, I see her on the weekends because she's got all of her kids that, that do um, kids, obviously. And uh, she'd be good for sure. Right. She wants to get a muscle up before 40. At least that was the plan last year. Yeah. So she's super strong as well. She's on the way. Yeah, she is strong. And strong yeah. at pulling. like Very strong, yeah. She'd be... Um, Interesting. She's a secret competitor. So potentially, potentially Verity. The other day, um, <laughs> the other day, I think she said to me that someone had come to the class, seen that she was in the class, and they said, Oh no, this is going to be a hard one because you only do the class when they're really tough. Uh, yeah. That's a good point. There's a, there's a few people that are like that. They only come on like, they come three days a week, but they always go super hard. Yeah. Okay. Well. <coughs> Nice. I'm I'm aware that you are still working today. Yeah, I've got a class in ten <laughs> so, minutes. So uh, we're going to have to wrap it up. I, you know, despite the fact that I would have happily stayed in bed this morning and not come in. Yeah. I wanted to make sure that I got you on before you you jet off to uh, to your new adventure. Yeah, I'm 
grateful I got the chance to sort of say thank you to everyone, and, uh, especially thank you, thank you to the owners and to the members. Um, and shout out to the podcast. Shout that, out to the podcast. What, what brought me here, yeah, listening to um, the stories of everyone um, that's enjoyed the place and um, to those fortunate people in future that will get to enjoy the place. So. Well, when you need some uh, technical advice on how to, to set it all up, yeah, over in Hong Kong, just let me know. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll get you up and running. Perfect. All right. Well, thank you everyone for listening. Um, if you see James today, I mean, you won't have heard this, but um, this <laughs> retroactively, I hopefully you saw him today. You gave him a big hug. You said goodbye. A few tears. Yeah. A few tears. It's nice. <laughs> yeah. Kiss. Uh, hugs today. Kisses tomorrow. Tomorrow will be my last session. So is it your last session? Yeah. Tomorrow? Big Saturday morning. Go out with a bank. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah, thank, thank you, team. Great. All right. Well, thank you very much. And uh, all the best in Hong Kong. Cheers, Jace. Thanks, mate.